Good morning, everyone. Well, we've been uh, continuing in our, in our journey of uh, Pathways Pre, where we're really looking at the purpose of the church, the purpose of us, and uh, really the Great Commission, where we are sent people, where we are told to go and, and make disciples and, and baptize them and teach them. And the, the truth is that, that we are sent people. We are mobilized people for a purpose. In the dictionary, mobilized is defined this way, uh, a, a group of organized and encouraged people to act in a concerted way in order to bring about a particular objective. And I was thinking about objectives and, and mobilization, and the, and the truth of the matter is today we mourn and we also look forward uh, to the future uh, of, uh, of, a, of, a, of a moment of where there was a group of individuals who were mobilized. They were a group of people who were organized and encouraged to act in a concerted way in order to bring about a particular objective. So as we kind of look at, at mobilization we, we, and being sent, it matters. It matters what we are mobilized to, what we are sent to. We can be sent toward evil or selfishness, or we can be sent to something higher, something different. And hopefully today we'll be able to unpack kind of our elevated call in our life our life personally and our life as part of the body of Christ. So what is this particular objective of the church? What is it? Well, the, the first one is, is to make disciples, not converts. You know, I think a lot of times we look at the Great Commission and, and, and we kind of land on this, this, you know, oh, we're meant to make and we don't go any farther. We, we talked about that last week or how, you know, kind of the idea of listening to part of the instructions and then bolting off and, and not doing the rest of it. And the interesting thing is, is Jesus says, look, I want you to go and make disciples. He didn't say, I want you to go and make or, or make converts. There's a, there's a big difference between someone who, who has said the sinner's prayer and there's uh, then someone who is following as closely as they can in the footsteps of Jesus, right? There's a huge difference between that. And Jesus, you know, I, I don't know if you, uh, I, I'm going to date myself a, li a little bit, but you guys ever see the TV show Chips? <laughs> Ponch and John, right? I mean, they're awesome and everything. And basically, uh, the, the premise of the, the, the show was, was, them going around and saving people, right? They would go and save people. They would go and like, usually, you know, there was some sort of accident or something and, and they would run in and, and save the person, pull them out of the car. And then while they were going away, you know, the car would explode. It doesn't matter what the accident was. It could be a fender bender. There was always an, ex an explosion afterwards, and they would save that person. And then afterwards, I, I don't know if you ever saw this episode, but this was, it, it was, it was the, 
the, the jumping of the shark for chips. You know what jumping of the shark is, right? When Fonzie jumped the shark in, in Happy Days, this series was over. And every series has that. So, you know, when you jump the shark, that's kind of a saying. Is like, dude, you really jumped the shark on that. It means you just really screwed up and you're done, you know? So, so the, their jump the shark thing was after one of these saving moments, you know, Ponch and John went to the discotheque. And Ponch had this glittery, uh, you know, uh, red, you know, sequin shirt on, buttoned down to, you know, or unbuttoned down to here. And then he sang, celebrate good times. Anybody remember that? Yeah. It's scarred in my mind. And that's basically was, that's why Chips is not on the air today. But, but. (laughs) I think a lot of us, we think we're motivated or mobilized when we read the Great Commission. We're like mobilized to be Ponch and John. This idea of, you know what, it's our responsibility to go in and and pull the people out of the fire and then just kind of leave them there, you know, run from the explosion and then go put on our sequin suit and go to, you know, a corporate gathering and sing Celebrate. But that's not the Great Commission. That's not what we have been mobilized to do. We have been mobilized. The first part is to make followers, disciples, students of the person and the life and the teachings of Jesus Christ. And that we're meant to baptize those people into a community. And then teach them how to follow. So the first thing is we are, we are number one, we are, we are called and mobilized to make disciples, not converts. And we are to teach them how to, how to follow, not how to create a facade. How often in kind of our, in our Christian subculture that, that we we focus more on the facade than we, than we do the heart. But that's not what, what Christ called us to do. And then baptize people into a community, into a relationship. Baptism is not a, 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 a rite or a religious uh, passage. So having a fuller understanding of what we have been mobilized to do. You know, I was thinking about this, and I, I, I actually... Uh, have been reading just a magnificent book. I'm not through it yet, but but it's given me words to uh, kind of explain what I've been feeling, what what I've what I've been sensing. It's it's called the King Jesus Gospel, and it's by Scott McKnight, and it's just brilliant. And in there, he he talks about the difference between a salvation culture and a gospel culture. And I, I think that most of us, when we, we think gospel or we hear the word gospel, we think salvation, but that's not what the gospel is. Salvation is the pulling out of the, out of the fire, right? And, and the exploding truck. But, but, the, but a, the gospel is so much more than that, that, that Jesus talks about his commandments of, of teaching the commandments of, of love, loving God and loving others, and, and community and, and relationship. And the, the being 
adopted into God's family is so much more than just being pulled out of a fire truck. It's about being part of a family. Scott McKnight puts it kind of like this. I, I paraphrased it because it's like really long. So, but I put it in a couple of sentences here and I kind of changed it from uh, the difference between gospel mo uh, uh, mobilization versus salvation centric. Now, salvation culture or being salvation centric has reduced the, the message of Jesus to an individual message of rescue. That's basically it. This idea of you are saved from the pits of hell. Now sit and be good until Jesus comes back. That's, that's salvation-centric. And you need to go and, and pull as many other people out of the, the burning truck and have them sit there with you. And that's community. And that's the salvation-centric kind of culture that really began in the 1950s. But we've been called to so much more than that. We've been called to the gospel. We've been, we've been called to, to a, motor, uh, a mobilization of gospel. And the gospel culture in comparison is the complete redemptive story of Jesus, which facilitates making disciples. I mean, you see the difference there? I mean, there's, I, I'm not discrediting salvation, believe me. But I'm saying that it, that it is, you know, that is the beginning, not the end. And the beginning of the gospel. That, that we get to actually live out the love of God in our lives. And that, that we get to go out and, and have, live our lives in expression of holistically loving God and loving others as ourselves. I mean, you think about, about the second part of, of the, the most important commandment, the, the, the great commandment, which we talk a lot about. If we just love people as ourselves, 9-11, as, as, as a world, 9-11 would have never happened. These kind of things is when we have selfishness and greed and we're mobilized, not out of love, but we are mobilized for something else, that is when the enemy can take hold of that, twist it, and make it something ugly. And it leads to death every time. If you open up your Bibles to uh, 1 John chapter 3, there's just a passage here that I just want to share with you that, that really talks about how we're saved by grace, but we're saved for life. We're not pulled out of, the, out of the burning truck and then just left to our own devices. That is not the gospel. The gospel is something so much larger than that. In verse 18, starting in verse 18, John writes, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let's, let us show the truth by our actions. The very first thing about about the, the, the gospel culture, gospel uh, mobilization, is that, that we show, show our, our love, that we demonstrate our mobilization by our love. Scott McKnight, in, in his book, wrote this. He says, the gospel doesn't work 
for spectators. That'll tweet. Right? The, 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 the gospel doesn't work for spectators. Salvation does. Salvation-centric culture, you can look at that all the time. You know, you can watch Punch and John pull somebody out. You know, Eric and Dan pulling somebody out of the fire. Woo, let's go sing Celebrate. You know, that, that kind of stuff. You know, you can be a spectator in the salvation-centric culture. But the gospel, the gospel doesn't work for spectators because it is a gospel of love. It is a gospel of getting your hands dirty and in people's lives and walking through the muck and the grime and helping them live out the vision that God has for their lives. So verse 18 talks about that, that, that we demonstrate truth by our mobilization of love. In verse 19, it says, Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, so we will be confident when we stand before God. So the next thing is mobilization shows our belonging. We will be known by our actions. Has your parents ever said that? Like a child is known by his actions or her actions. You know, you're like, oh, mom and dad. Can't be known for something else. No, you can't be known for something else. You're known for your actions. That's just the way it is. Grow up. Cut your own waffle, right? And uh, that was from last week. If you weren't here, you would have, I don't have Tourette's syndrome. I mean, that, that was a reference. To, <laughs> so our, our actions, our mobilization shows that we belong. In verse 20 and 21, John continues and says, even if we feel guilty, I love this part. You, those of you who deal with guilt, listen to this. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and he knows everything. And then those of you who don't feel guilty, you're just like got this hard heart, and you know, you do whatever you want, you don't care, you sleep fine. This part's for you. Verse 21, dear friends, even if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. Kind of this idea that, that uh, mobilization gives us confidence. That, that when we go forward and we are part of the gospel, we are part of the after party, of, of, of being part of somebody's life and, 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 and breathing life into them and encouraging them to help move them forward and move them closer to the heart and mind of God. That, that we can take confidence that that motivation is pure and that motivation is from God. Verse 22 he continues on. He says, And we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that please him. And then he continues here. He says, and this is his commandment. And this is his commandment. You know, you guys think I talk about the, the, the great commandment a lot here. You know, probably because Jesus says it's the most important commandment. But also, it keeps recurring again in Scripture and again and again and again and again. You can't get away from it. Love God. Love people. Here it is again. I'm a Bible guy so here it is. This is John's take on the, on, the, on the great commandment. And this is his commandment, talking about uh, mobilization. We must believe in the name 
of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. See, the motivation of mobilization is critical. Absolutely critical. If we are not motivated by the gospel, the gospel of God's love, then we will end up in a place that we do not want to be. We will end up being part of organizations and part of activities that our, our, our mobilization will lead to hurt and pain. That's why we have to continue to circle back around again and again and look at the gospel of love. And this is really where it comes down to that, that mobilization is the manifestation of life. Verse 24, those who obey God's commands remain in fellowship with him and he with them. And we know he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us. You see, God is life. We talked about that in immersion, about, about how, how God breathes into us, right? That, that God is the giver of life. And this idea for us to experience the life that God has envisioned for us, that we, how did, how did John put it, that we obey God's commands and we, we remain in the fellowship with him. Kind of this idea of our lives marinating in a God who is love. And the gospel message that, that you know what? God is, loves us so much that he sent his only son to die for us. Not so he can, he can save us and then go do something else. No, that's not what it's about. He came and he saved us from an eternity separated from him. That he came because he wanted to have a relationship with you and, and, and me. To be in fellowship with us. And basically and, uh, and ultimately mobilize us for an extraordinary life. Back in the Gospel of John, John 10.10 Jesus says that thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. We've, we've talked about the Greek there is actually an extraordinary life. And I've, you know, and I've said before that, that, you know what, if you want to do ordinary, you can do ordinary all day long without God. But if you want to have an extraordinary life, something that transcends the everyday that means a mobilization and participation in the gospel. Ow. 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 Ow.